happens if you've got friends and family in your life that an extra 500 or or $1,000 a month could be the difference between them paying their mortgage or going into foreclosure? Right? What happens if you've got friends and family that have children going to college and they're struggling trying to figure out how to pay the bill? Do you think that an extra $500,000, $2,000 a month could help them with that? So to me, Brandy, I think that the biggest belief we share, and when we talked about our co-op process and, and what that's going to do for our company, really to me is the big in, biggest indicator we have of belief. You know, Robert Balgatch going out last week and getting four new people into his team. See, that shares belief, right? He's not here just for a job and to clock in, clock out, and leave, but he genuinely believes in what he's doing. So I know today we've got a great guest on the call who's really going to talk about our point number two, which is, you know, just working, right? What does it take to win? And, num- and, and our step to success number two is you got to work it, right? This is where the massive action comes in. This is where the rubber meets the road. And we're so honored today that we have uh, none other than Brandon Hall, the number one agent at Equus Financial now. This will be year number two. Robert, I, I think you might be able to catch him, but boy, he's on a run. It, it could be year number two in a row for him as the number one agent, and I think it goes a lot to do with work. Um, but to recap, Brandy, I know I asked Brandy Tipton to recap a little bit from last week, again, on what belief really meant to her, and uh, for you guys who were on the call today to listen to that, um, if you don't mind sharing a little bit about what the, the recap is here on belief, point number one in our five steps, Brandy. Yeah, you know, um, last week we talked about um, our five steps to success and why do we have that even implemented, and uh, and I made the analogy of um, you can't take a shortcut to success. You know, a lot of people want us to do that, um, and that's why we we stepped in as leaders and we're like, well, let's come up with just five simple points that we can do every day, whether if that's producing, if it's building, um, and that's why we've come up with these five. And last week we went over Believe It, and, you know, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail about it because I hope that a lot of you were on the call, but um, in Believe It we were talking about how first you have to believe in yourself, right? Uh, You have to believe in you and believe that um, not only what you're doing every day um, and helping these agents and and helping the people in the home, you've got to believe that, you know, that you're making a difference in their life. Um, and I wish that I could put believe into people, but I can't. So that's something that you have to do on your own. Um, it's also believing not just in yourself and, and what we do making a difference, but but believing in the system that we have here as well. Um, you know, I was talking about just a few minutes ago about our leaders and they're, they're traveling all over the world to help people like me and people like you. Um, so, you know, are you plugging into those meetings? Um, are you getting on the calls? Dick hit it earlier just a few minutes ago, and um, he said that, you know, he talked to a few people and they haven't been plugging into all the calls in the system, and that's part of their struggle. Um, and, you know, I made the analogy, too, about um, people don't just show up at the Super Bowl and they just play the, the championship game. You know, they have to go to practice. They have to do the push-ups. They have to run the laps. And it's the same thing here, guys. So when we when we came up with number one and believe it, it's you've got to believe that that what we do here truly helps people 
uh, long term from now, um, whether if that's selling them a life insurance policy and helping protect that family, or Robert or Johnny, if it's talking to a new person and they're able to get away from that eight to five job, and now financially they don't have anybody putting um, an income on them and saying, hey, you're worth 30000 So the opportunity who you are, what you do when you call these people and help them out, and then our system, that's what Believe It is. Um, the system, the service, and yourself. And that's just uh, just a couple minutes on recapping the Believe It. But I'm excited to hear about number two, Work It, because um, we can believe all we want, but if we ain't working it, ain't nothing going to happen. So I'm going to uh, turn the, the call back over to you, Pete, because um, I can't wait to hear from our special guest today. Thank you guys so much. Well, Brandy, it's exciting hearing what you talk about, and and when Brand when Brandy went over, believe it, and Dick and Connie, you know, decided, you know, we came together as a staff, and we involved all the people that work in our office to help us come up with this. And I'm so glad that that point was number one, because I don't know about you guys, but when we get into talking about working it, I don't know, but I, I definitely like working stuff that I believe in rather than going through the motions on stuff that I don't. Right? It's real hard to get motivated to do something that I really just don't like doing or I don't believe in. So I'm so glad that that was point number two uh, or point number one because I think it takes the belief to really do what Brandon Hall does. And, guys, to give you some of his numbers, looking at last year, Brandon Hall issue paid last year over $735,000. And I don't know if you guys know what kind of number that is, but when you break that down on a weekly basis, that's like almost $14,000 a week issue paid. Okay? This system is designed to help you go out and write $5,000 a week and submit and issue 4000 of it, right, to go out and to issue $200,000. Brandon Hall went out last year and issued over 700000 And i got to tell you something, a mid-year move – we were in, a, in another company prior to, to May last year, and he issued another about 280000 there. So all in all, Brandon Hall last year issued almost a million dollars in business, in personal production. And, and when people look at it sometimes, he and I talk a lot, and people will say to me, and I hear it, and I know he gets offended, well, what's he doing that's so different? Nothing. He's just either doing it, where some people aren't, and he's either doing it a lot more where some people aren't. That's really all it comes down to. And so I couldn't think of a better person to share with you guys today, and I don't want you to listen to what he says today in awe. I don't want you to listen that you can't compare yourself because I'm going to tell you right here, if I'm looking you dead square in the eye, you can and if it's you want to come in and you want to make 30000 a 100000 or you want to make a million dollars a year, you listen to the words that he tells you and you implement them, and I promise you it'll happen. But Brandy said it right there, Brandon. There is no shortcut to success. And if there's any example that we have better at a shining light at Equus Financial, it is you. So, uh, Brandon Hall, are you out there? Yep, I'm here, Pete. How are we doing? Good. Well, we're, we're super excited to hear from you. I know this has been a call that we have, we've been looking forward to over the past week. And when we talked, getting to hear from you. And, and uh, I'm not going to go into Q&A with him, guys, because he knows what he's doing. He's an absolute professional in our business. Uh, and, Brandon, 
Um, would you talk with us about working it, what that really means to you? And uh, I'll pass the call over to here, here to you. We can go for, you know, 20, 25 minutes, and, and we appreciate you uh, taking this time on the call. Awesome. Well, thank you, Pete. Thank you, Dick and Connie and uh, Brandy for, um, you know, hosting the call and asking me to be on today. And uh, it's always an honor to, to be on here and uh, do whatever I can to help because I know for me, I get so much out of these calls. And, you know, it's always the little things that make a huge difference in your business. And, um, you know, recognizing that you, you're going to get on these calls every week and you're going to hear a lot of the same stuff but you're going to hear it phrased differently. You're going to hear it in a different way than maybe you heard it before. And it might click for you then because as you grow in this business, uh, mentally you're going to grow. So the way that you receive things and the way that you hear things and the way that you assimilate it is going to change. So don't think that you get to a point where you've just heard it all, seen it all, and you just know everything because if, if you leave that door open, to real, really try to understand and make yourself better, the little things are going to make big differences in your business. So um, as far as working it, um, I, this is probably my favorite step of success um, behind belief. And because it's, it's where, like Pete said, it's where the rubber meets the road. And I think that it starts with understanding really how good we have it here um, at the Unitrust Agency, you know, we have the best leaders that I could think of running our agency. We have an amazing individual who's in charge of making sure that recruiting and business development is handled. I mean, we have the best of the best. And we have so many talented individuals on our team that are building their agencies that maybe just started out with us. And that's what we have to refer to. We're not referring to a manual we're not referring to a textbook, and we're not calling into a 1-800 robotic number. We have real-life people that have real successful results. And I think that you just have to understand how good you have it. And you also got to understand and see the opportunity and how big it really is. And, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, compared to like Google or Apple where, uh, the people that were in the very beginning phases of it that doubted it and went on to do other things instead of that are probably kicking themselves. And, you know, it's funny. That's, that's how I look at this. I look at this like it is really that big of a deal. And because of that, that's changed the way that I've attacked working it and making sure that I'm doing the activity. So I, I definitely want to start by saying that I really don't feel like I'm any different as far as skill or talent uh, from anybody else. Uh, on the contrary, I think that um, from a, I'm not, I don't think that I'm necessarily as talented as a lot of other individuals are in this industry. I just believe that um, I have found what has worked and um, I just use it in a very systematic manner and I put my personal, um, my personality into it and just put everything I got into it. And when you do that, there's really nothing that can't go. I mean, there's really nothing that can stop you once you get to that point. So the first thing, guys, is you have to know that every single day makes a difference. So some people say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make dials, but, you know, I'm not ready today. I don't have the, the, uh, 
I don't have enough paper, I don't have enough ink, and I need that to print out my leads, and I need to make sure that I have a pretty notebook to put it in, and i got to make sure my office is together and the dogs aren't here, and all of these things. And what happens is we start creating these excuses and blocks in our head that we actually believe, and it starts by just putting in the activity, no matter what the situation is. So I don't care if you don't have enough paper or ink, you know, you have to think to yourself, well, I have to dial no matter what. I don't care if my computer's not working or whatever the situation is. Okay, pull it up on your phone. If you can't pull it up on your phone, call somebody who has a computer. If you don't have somebody who has a computer, go to a library. Go to a FedEx. Go do whatever you have to do. And whenever you look at it like that, instead of creating a, a, a roadblock for yourself, you got to find a bulldozer to bulldoze it. you got to figure it out, and you have to think that way, that no matter what, I'm going to do what I have to do when I'm supposed to do it. And the first thing is, is making those dials. You know, nothing happens in this business, not even building an agency. Nothing happens until you pick your phone up. And that was one of the biggest things that I was taught by uh, Pete Beckman, Dick, and Connie Sylvester, is that if your phone is not on your ear or if you're not in a home, you're not making any money. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm not the American Red Cross and I'm not the March of Dimes. I'm actually here to make a profit. And so understanding that and hearing that my phone needs to be in my ear or I need to be with a client or with an agent, if I'm not doing that, I'm not making money. And so I know if I'm scheduled from 6 a.m. in the morning until 7 o'clock at night and during any of those times that I'm scheduled, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be, I'm costing myself money. So I'm creating a liability instead of an asset. So you have to put in the activity. And it starts with you have to do 250 dials. You have to. It's not I'm going to try, I'm going to do my best, I'm going to hope, I'm going to pray, all these things. No, it's I'm going to make at least 250 dials. That is my minimum benchmark, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to do that. And that's a huge deal, huge, huge deal, because if you set yourself up to say, well, you know, I only made 140 dials this week, but, you know, I did better than last week because I made 120 week week before. So that's great, but if the minimum benchmark is 250, then, you know, I don't, I would not give yourself a pat on the back. Um, it's just like in school. If, if you made an F last, last year or last semester, but this semester you made a F plus or D minus, well, I believe that's still failing. So, um, you know, if the minimum benchmark to, to move forward is a C and you're not at a C yet, I don't think it's time to celebrate yet. So, and I know that might come off a little bit harsh, but sometimes we need a little bit of a jolt of energy to understand, like, that's the minimum benchmark if you want to be successful here at Unitrust Equus, all right? The next thing is you got to manage your schedule and manage your time like it's the last thing you have on this earth. Because if you don't manage your schedule and control it, somebody else or something else will. And I don't know if you guys have heard people say, I've said it myself, you know, it, oh my gosh, it's already 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, where did the day go? 
or man, it's already Wednesday, it's already Thursday, or it's already Friday. I don't even feel like I've gotten anything done. Well, a lot of times that happens whenever you have things that are stealing from your time because you're allowing them to instead of controlling it. So I know if you guys have gotten the onboarding kit, it actually has an example of a schedule, and that's how you have to set up your day and your week. You have to look at your day in hour-by-hour snapshots. Manage yourself by the hour, and then manage yourself by the day, by the week, by the month. But you can only look so far into the future before you start allowing yourself to procrastinate things to tomorrow because you think there is a tomorrow. You have to run your business like there is no tomorrow and manage your schedule as such. So you got to own it like a doctor's office does. So I know for me, if I call my doctor's office and I say, hey, I need to schedule a regular checkup, and they say they don't say, oh, well, uh, when do you want to come in? And I'll say, oh, well, you know, I have tomorrow at 10 a.m. Okay, we'll see you at 10 a.m. tomorrow. It doesn't work like that. They say, well, let me check the doctor's schedule. Okay, he's not available for the next week, and we have on Tuesday, next week we have a Tuesday uh, 3 p.m. and a 1 p.m. Which one of those do you want? And so, thankfully, the doctor understands that his schedule is so important, he's not going to put it in the hands of people that don't have his schedule in mind and his time in mind. They have their own. So you have to put your schedule ahead of everybody else's interest in your time. Because if you don't value your time and manage your time, everybody else will and everything else will. And there will always be something that comes up. And, you know, this is something that Brandy had on, I believe it was last week. There's always going to be circumstances. There's always going to be a crisis. There's always going to be a flat tire, a broken down car, a car accident, whatever the case may be. And that can't stop you. You have to expect it and you have to prepare for it so that when it happens, it's not really that big of a deal. And so the next thing is we talked about the dials is setting a minimum of 12 to 15 appointments and having a yield of at least $5,000 in production weekly. So 12 to 15 appointments, if you are making 250 to 300 dials a week, that is a byproduct. It's not a, it might happen. It's, it's going to happen as long as you are plugging in and you're following the system and 12 to 15 appointments. You know, I, I look at that, um, from, from my perspective, because of the amount of appointments that I personally set. And um, I, I really tell myself, if you can't make a minimum of 12 to 15 appointments a week and you're full-time here, then we need to stop lying to ourselves and calling ourselves full-time. We need to call ourselves part-time because full-time job that I know of is, I believe it's 37 and a half or 38 hours, whatever that number is, but let's just call it a 40-hour work week. Guys, if you put real 100% effort 40 hours a week here, 12 to 15 appointments is going to be a breeze. And if that's if it's focused effort. Now, just because you're going to work today and you're supposed to be working from a set time to a set time, doesn't mean that you're working and being productive during those time frames. So you got to check yourself and you got to have little sticky notes or reminders on your phone, something that jolts you throughout the day that asks you, is what I'm doing right now making me and my business money? 
or is what I'm doing right now moving my business forward, or is what I'm doing right now making me more productive? Am I being productive right now? And whenever you check yourself, it's either a yes or no. And we can try to justify to ourselves, oh, well, you know, if, if I'm printing out my leads, I mean, I can't, I can't be productive unless I have leads. Well, that's great. You got to print out your leads, but you got to do it during a time that it's not time to make dials or it's not time to be in a home with a family. Because if you're doing that, then you are setting yourself back because, um, I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but you can hire somebody for a pretty decent amount of, for a pretty cheap amount of money actually to print something out and, and make sure that everything's printed on pretty paper or whatever you need to make it make you feel comfortable. You can pay somebody a lot less than what it is actually costing you by not doing that activity. So you got to look at your time throughout the day and see how much you're actually worth per hour. So you want to note, am I, are you $50 an hour? Are you $100 or $200 or $300 an hour? And then ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now $300 hour type of work? And if it's not, you should not be doing it during that time frame. And it's it's a hard thing to grasp when you come from corporate America and a salary or hourly environment, because I came from it as well. But it's also very exciting because now you don't have a piece of paper or a person telling you, well, you're worth, uh, you're getting paid $15 an hour plus commission. No, you, you can make a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars an hour. You really put in the effort here. And and that's in all seriousness how it works. The next thing is guys is you got the appointments, you got the dials. Now you gotta write that applications, okay? If you don't leave the home and help a family, then you are what's called a professional visitor. And I learned this from Pete. Okay? It's nice to go out and talk to people and hear stories, but stories and talking to people are not going to put deposit in your bank account unless there's an application to go with it, okay? And so if you're not helping people, you're not helping yourself. And so that has to be the goal. Whenever you're in the home, you're not there just to talk to them and just to connect with them. You're talking to them to connect with them so that you can protect them. And if we're doing anything else other than that, then we're actually doing them a disservice. So if you are just looking at it like, I'm just, okay, I got my 12 to 15 appointments, check. I made my 250 dials, check. All right, I, I ran 13 appointments, check. Okay, well, the next check mark is, did you write applications? Because if you didn't write any applications, all those other check marks, you can just go get your eraser or you can get the paper shredder and you can throw all that stuff away because nothing happens unless you write applications. You're not going to get deposits. Your business isn't going to be funded. You're not going to be profitable. Nothing's going to happen. And at the end of the day, those families deserve us to help them. They want our help. They need our help. So you've got to write the applications to cover the families. It's got to happen. And the last point that we have here on Work It, and there's a few things I want to touch on real quick after that, is you have to commit to consistency. Consistency is a tough thing in our business because we as human beings are not necessarily wired to be consistent because there's so many distractions like social media, um, personal circumstances, things of that nature that can come up and allow us to give ourselves an excuse to 
give us a reason why we maybe fell off the ball this week or maybe we didn't write as much business this week as we did last week or didn't put enough activity in. And all those are exactly what I just called them. It is all an excuse. All of it is an excuse because there's always a way to make it happen. You know, it's, it's funny because I was thinking about how important consistency is and building up. And um, I was listening to a podcast this morning and they were talking about compound interest and how it works and how powerful compound interest is. And if you don't know what that is, you know, you, you might want to research it. It's pretty, pretty amazing whenever you put numbers in and it's a lot of how our, our, um, our annuity and uh, safe money products work is compounding interest. And, Whenever you see the ultimate ending number of compounding interest on an investment over 30 and 40 years, it's astonishing, and it almost seems too good to be true. Well, the same thing applies to effort and and work ethic. There is such thing as compounding effort, and whenever you get that going and whenever you get that ball rolling, effort is a snowball, and that snowball is either getting bigger or it is getting smaller and melting. And if you're putting an effort and then you stop and then you take a break and you say, you know what, I did really good this week. I'm going to take uh, next week off and then I'll start again the following week. Well, guess what? Your effort was compounded for a week and now it's decompounded the following week. So you're starting back at zero. So gaining momentum only starts by having consistency on a weekly basis. And once you've programmed yourself to be consistent on a weekly and daily basis, it becomes a way of life and it becomes a habit and it becomes to where it's part of just who you are and you feel almost abnormal if you're not being consistent, if you're not on the phone when you're supposed to be on the phone. It almost gets to a point where you have your schedule and you don't even need to look at it because you know, okay, it's 7.30, it's 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm supposed to be dialing, I don't care if the world ends, I don't care if it's storming outside, I don't care whatever the circumstances is, I need to be on the phone. And if that's not the case, you kind of feel weird. It's got to get to that point. And it's it's all about that mindset of consistency. So I guess the last thing I really want to touch on is none of this is going to happen by accident or by it just happening or it's not going to be one of those things where you're like, well, you know, I'm just going to go for about 30 days and, um, you know, we'll see what happens. If you think like that, you've got to get that out of your head. You've got to tell yourself, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this work. It has to work. I have no other choice. I don't have a back door. I don't have another ship. I don't have another island or anything else to go jump on. This is it. Because if mentally you leave there any opening for this not to work, I can promise you it's going to be a more tough road than it already will be. Okay? It's just like Barry said. um, He's not going to promise you anything but a fight. And it's going to be a fight. But it's funny because the biggest fight that you're going to have here, guys, is not with anybody or anything but yourself. Because in this business, you are your worst enemy. And I used to not understand in the very, very beginning why we had conference calls and why we had personal development until it hit me one day that because you are building up your stamina and your barriers of how mentally tough 
you have to be to make it in this business. And it doesn't happen by doing anything unless you're getting on these conference calls and you're plugging in with Dick and Connie and you're changing the way you think. Nothing happens by accident. It's not just going to happen if you just chill out and relax and, you know, things will get better or no, you either do something about it or you don't. And if you're going to do something, you got to go at it with everything you got. Otherwise you just need to do something else. But guys, I'm, I'm so excited for everybody on this call because I'm sure if, if anybody on this call doesn't hear my voice, you have such an opportunity in front of you and it's almost like, I, I know Dick and Connie could probably relate to this, that there's some people that are probably on this call that have so much potential and just so much talent beyond maybe what some people that are already here at Equus that are doing really good. Like there's some people on here with so much potential and sometimes we just want to shake you and say, wake up. Like you really don't see what you have in front of you. And if you did, you would not be just taking this lightly. And so that's what I would leave you guys with. And I'm going to pass it back to Pete is don't take this lightly. Grab this bull by the horns and run as fast as you can with it because you're going to look back in a year from now and thank yourself, because if you don't, you're going to be kicking yourself, and I can promise you that. So, Pete, I'm going to pass it back to you.